remain standing. Let's go to the Gospel of John this morning, chapter number 21, Gospel of John, chapter 21. Isn't it good to have victory in Jesus? Amen. And uh, appreciate all the good testimonies this morning. And uh, we'll be brief in our message today, but want to preach what the Lord has laid upon our heart. John chapter number 21. And look with us in verse number 24. John 21 and verse number 24. The Bible said, This is the disciple which testified of those things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your presence this morning. Thank you for the songs. Thank you for the giving and the offering, for the good testimonies. And I pray now you'll bless the reading of thy word. Speak to our hearts and help us, Lord, this morning to give an ear. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit would say to the church this morning. In Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated this morning. I want to preach this morning on this subject, on making much of Jesus. Making much of Jesus. That is the title for the sermon, but it's also uh, the theme for our church this year. And this is Vision Sunday. The Lord put that on our heart. Uh, and I want to say some things this morning and then move right into the message very quickly this morning. But when you think about this text here, John had a vision. He had a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and this morning the Bible says that without uh, where there is no vision, the people perish. And certainly... As a church this morning as we begin 2023, uh, we're already well into this year. Uh, we need a vision for our church, for our home, for our community, and even for our own personal lives and walk with God. I'm not talking about a New Year's resolution, uh, but I'm talking about a, a vision uh, to serve and to do more for God. And when I think about this church this year, I thought about many things I wrote down in our notes this morning that when it comes to progress this year, you say, Preacher, what is the vision when it comes to progress this year? I'll tell you what the vision is. We're going to make much of Jesus. Amen? And we're going to make much of Jesus in, in progress. I think the house of God ought to look better than our house. Can I get a witness right there? And we started with a new platform. Doesn't that look good this morning? And uh, appreciate uh, uh, the, the, good, the progress that gets made around here. Uh, but we're going to make progress uh, when it comes to the house of God. Uh, we're going to give a fresh look uh, uh, to and make things more usable. Every square inch of this property, uh, we want to use it for the glory of God. Isn't that right? Uh, we've been decluttering and reorganizing and repairing and making full use of everything, and we're going to continue to do that. I don't think the house of God ought to be a ought to be a place of stored junk. Can we get a witness right there? You say, what's that got to do with the text? You just hang on. I'm saying when it comes to, uh, to God's house, uh, uh, we're going to do everything we can uh, to make progress. Uh, uh, we plan to put a new fence up, up behind the church and make it look better and we're going to make a lower and upper parking lot and fix it and make those things better. Uh, just some of the things that we're going to do this year. Uh, we plan to seal our parking lot and we plan to uh, uh, do some landscaping and things around the church and, and pour some sidewalks and uh, just list and make more room for Sunday school growth uh, and then uh, get, the, uh, get the final drawings on the architectural uh, plans for the new building 
building going to get all that done this year by uh, the grace of God. You say, well, preacher, what is that? Uh, it's progress, amen? And just like you like to make progress around your home, or you should want to, that we ought to want to make progress around the church, amen? I don't think a Christian's house ought to be sloppy. Somebody say amen. Now, it may get lived in, and it may get messed up from time to time, uh, uh, but I tell you, you ought not have the grass so high in the front yard. Uh, uh, you can't see the automobiles. Can I get a witness on that? Uh, don't pass out a track and tell none of your neighbors you go to Bible Baptist Church uh, if you won't cut your grass, amen? Or if you still got, listen, if you still got trash in the front yard, pick it up uh, before you give out a track, amen? Uh, I'm telling you, the house, uh, your house ought to be a good testimony. I mean, your flower beds ought to look cleaned out at least once or twice a year. Uh, can I get an amen right there? And your house is going to get lived in. I understand that. It's going to get cluttered. Uh, but I tell you, y'all not be afraid to walk in it for fear of what may be living or growing in a back room somewhere. So I'm talking about keeping a good testimony. Well, I done lost some of you on that, but that's all right. It'll only get worse, I promise you. I'm just telling you, uh, everybody ought to want to make a progress around their home, uh, and we ought to want to make progress when it comes to God's house. Uh, I'm telling you, listen, we ought to keep the house of God clean. Can I get an amen right there? You'll make much of Jesus uh, if you'll pick up after yourself when you leave the church service. Uh, I mean, don't leave your Bible. Uh, don't leave a cushion. We done padded a pew for you, and if you got to have a pillow, that's fine, but take it home. Can I get an amen right there? Uh, listen, you don't need a blanket. Wear enough clothes. Amen? Uh, if you Listen, if you're on blood thinner and you need a blanket, that's all right, but take your blanket home. Amen? Uh, I'm telling you, we're not, listen, we're not at the house. We're at God's house. Can, can I get an amen on that subject? I'm just saying we got to keep the house of God clean. Amen. Now don't donate stuff to the church. Amen. Lost some of you there too. Don't be a happy day. Y'all smile at me. At least fake it till you make it. All right. I mean, listen, don't donate stuff to the church. I, you say, well, I got this old wore-out vacuum cleaner, and I got a brand-new vacuum cleaner for Christmas, and, and I want to give God, I want to give the church my, my vacuum cleaner. We don't want that wore-out vacuum cleaner. And can I tell you something? God don't want your wore-out vacuum cleaner. Can I get an amen right there? Well, the kids got some new toys, and so we're going to donate the old toys? No, listen, God don't want the, the old wore-out toys in the nursery. Uh, that's what Goodwill is for. Can I get Get an amen right there. That's what Facebook Market is for. Go make some money and support a missionary with it or something. You say, well, I want to give God something. Well, you keep the old wore-out vacuum cleaner. If it's still running good enough for God's house, it's running good enough for your house. And give the new one to God. Is that right? I'm telling you, and I lost some of you on that right there. But I'm telling you, listen, too many churches I go with, listen, they got junk rooms and everything's piled up uh, and everything's laid out. I can't stand that stuff. Amen. I, I'm telling you the house of God ought to be clean uh, and it ought to not be cluttered. Amen. Uh, and we got to make progress. Uh, uh, don't li While I'm on the subject, amen, uh, uh, don't leave water bottles in here. Amen. You know, listen, water bottles are for preachers uh, and for some singers, uh, uh, but listen, we got water fountains in places. If you're thirsty, go get a drink. Uh, you say, I'm afraid I'll catch something. Well, uh, listen, I mean, I, listen, drink a, well, I better not say that, all right? Just uh, listen, just go outside and get a drink. But I'm telling you, we don't need 25 water bottles sitting around in the house of God. Can I say it? Get an amen right there. I mean, I walk up and down these pews. One day I picked up six water bottles. 
Now, I appreciate whoever's been putting this water here, Brother Laddie, because, you know, we just got rid of all the water. You know why we got rid of it? Everybody's drinking it. I don't know who it was going through a pack of 24 pack a week. I mean, 24 members was getting a benefit. It costs money. Man, I mean, this is a great morning. It's, I will get to the text, but I think I'll pick it up tonight, okay? So some of you don't go into cardiac arrest right now. I'll pick the rest of it up tonight. But there's too much plowing right now. We've got to keep the house of God clean. I'm telling you, when you go to the bathroom, flush the toilet. Somebody say amen. Wash your hands before you leave too. Isn't that right? If you're a Christian, wash your hands before you leave the bathroom. Isn't that right? And if you're not, you say, well, I'm a Christian. Well, you're a dirty Christian if you don't wash your hands before you leave. That's why we put all those nice kind notes for the, for the sake and the sanity or the sanitation and the sanity of others. Please wash your hands. Amen. Hey, I'm talking about taking care of God's house. I'm talking about you see something in the parking lot, pick it up. Trash, pick it up. Take care of Sunday school. You kids don't, when Sunday school's over with, don't run up. The, listen, that's not a playground over here. Can we get an amen right there? It's not even safe for your child to be wandering through those hallways and, 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 and downstairs and upstairs. Hey, if I was a parent and I had small kids, there's no way I'd let my kids go up through there. You say, well, I'm sending them with another kid. There's no way I would do that. I'm telling you, listen, uh, in those Sunday school classrooms, we got, hey, young people, look at me. Take care of those classrooms. Take care of God's house. You know, 20 years ago, you didn't have to preach this. But now you got to preach things like this, Brother Laddie. you got to take care of the house of God. You say, what's that got to do with making much of Jesus? we got to start right here on the home front. We've got to make much of him in progress. Amen. Whatsoever thy hand finds to do, do it with all thy might. Uh, and... We're going to do a lot of things this year uh, to make the house of God even better. You say we're going to build a new building. Sure we are. But we're going to do it in God's timing. Amen. But while we're uh, waiting on God and while we're saving money, guess what? We're not going to let this place fall apart. Can we get an amen right there? We want this to look as good as it can for the glory and the honor of God. And any money spent on the house of God is never wasted money. Isn't that right? Uh, I'm telling you we ought to update things and we got to keep things looking nice. Uh, uh, just like when you go to your house, you update uh, you update the house of God. We take good care of it because it's the Lord's house. I, I know that there is nothing spiritual about the brick and the mortar and the sheetrock, but God gave it to us, uh, and we're stewards over what God gives us, uh, and we're to make progress when it comes to those things. Amen. And then can I say when it comes to programs this year, we want to make much of Jesus. Our media... Ministry, we want to continue to update it, expand, make it a major part of ministry. Everywhere I go, people say thank you. Everywhere I go, they say thank you for the podcast. Thank you for live stream. It blows my mind. And people that come up, even this week, uh, different, two, two different locations, people came up to me and said, uh, I just want you to know, my, one of them said my daughter's going through a very difficult time right now. She's going through a, a deep valley and she, she watches the, the, uh, the, the, the services and listens to the podcast and, and she told me about some, some sermons that was preached that uh, some were by not just me but by other men that she listened to that, that helped her. And I said, thank you. I said, you know what? And I often say this to people, I'm 
going to tell those that's over that. And I, don't, and I tell them every time, I don't have anything to do with that. I don't even know how to do that. But I'm going to tell those that are over it. I'm going to tell our church that because I want you to know that, that the money that you spend for those things, uh, it not only helps us, but it helps others across this country. And there's so much evil and there's so much wickedness uh, in this world. Isn't it a blessing to be able to put something out there that, that helps people in places that don't have what we have? And that's why we spend the money in our music. We, we want to make things better uh, when it comes to our music. And I'll tell you this, we're going to stick with the right kind of music. Can I get an amen right there? We're not changing, amen? Uh, we're not going contemporary. We're not sneaking it in the back door. Uh, hey, listen, we're not trying to change the dial a little bit at a time. Uh, you say, well, don't you like some of that? I don't want nothing to do with any of it uh, because I like what we've been doing all these years. Uh, it still works. Uh, it's still good, and we don't need their beat, and we don't need their music. We're just going to stay with the old-time way. Amen. Going to stay with the music. But we want to do our best. Hey, uh, listen, we need revival amongst our singers. Can I get an amen right there? You need to make much of Jesus in your singing. If God gave you a voice uh, uh, to sing and the talent, uh, uh, the gift to sing, uh, or the talent to sing, then you need to use it. Don't make excuse for it. You need to make time for it. You need to invest in it. Don't say, I'm too busy. Hey, the whole world's busy. Amen? Uh, but you need to give your best. Amen? You need to practice. Amen? And listen, I, I want to say something about practicing. You ought to practice. Amen? But I, listen, don't let practice be your crutch uh, as to why you don't sing. Amen? either practice or trust God. I'm not for people practicing on us uh, uh, but because they're just lazy. Amen? But at the end of the day you practice and you give your best uh, and then the rest of it's up to God. Amen? Uh, uh, you listen, you don't need 17 weeks to learn a song. Can I get an amen right there? I mean you just put forth the effort, you practice, you learn that song, you give it your best uh, and I'll tell you what you do after you practice, you pray. Amen? You say, now Lord would you bless this song and God would you help me and would you help me to do my best for the glory of God and would you help me to do my best to honor you help me not to sing to be seen help me not to let the flesh get in the way you know why I tell you that because I say the same thing about my own preaching Lord help me to be a blessing to your people but God don't let my flesh get in the way don't let it become about me I'm talking about making progress in the music department amen I'm telling you if you got an instrument and listen, you play here in the church and I know everybody can't get up and play. I tell you, God's been so good to us. If everybody played, we wouldn't have room to get up here. You know that? Isn't that a blessing? Amen. But if you play, play for the glory and honor of God. And hey, give your best, but do it right. Can I get a witness right there? Every instrument that plays here should never be louder than that piano. I might as well just walk way out in it. I'm drowning already. You know what these instruments are made for? Brother Brian, you know this. They're to complement that piano. There's the lead. Everything else follows. I don't know that there's an issue with that, but it ought to be said, shouldn't it? I mean, Brother Jeff Babs gave me an amen right there, so, hey, he plays me. Hey, it ought to be said. Things that don't get said, and this is true about me, it's true about you. Things that don't get said, you know what happens? They just get out of line. It don't mean the people's out of line. It's just, hey, you know what I need in my life? I need reminders. Look here. You know what I got up here? You know what that is? That's because I'm getting a little bit older. 
You know what that is? That's a reminder. Stuck right there that I hope, I need another sticky note here with an arrow pointing to it that says, don't forget to read what was written down. I'll go ahead and tell you. Sister Poindexter has diverticulitis and will go home today. Thank God she's going home. Amen? Pray for her. And the prompter's granddaughter, uh, Miss Ro- Baby Rosemary, is in Atlanta Hospital waiting for open-heart surgery. Pray for Baby Rosemary. Well, praise God, that's over with. Amen. <laughs> hey, it's a reminder this morning. And you know what we need in preaching? We need reminders, don't we? Hey, I don't ever leave the text, but I'm right on the subject this morning. Making much of Jesus in our music giving your best, keeping that singing old-fashioned. Our choirs and our special singing, our instruments will be better for the glory of God if we put our all into it. Amen. you got to give your all. you got to pray. you got to practice, but you got to practice, and then you got to pray. you got to put God in the middle of it, making much of Jesus when you play those instruments, making much of Jesus when you sing, making much of Jesus, amen, in, prog- in progress around the church and, and in programs, in our mission program. We plan to make it better, stronger, more exciting, than it's ever been in the history of the church this year. Hey, we want to do more for missions this year for the glory of God. We put that mission monitor out there. Go by, stop and look at it. I look at it every week. I, I take us a minute of time on a, before after a service sometime and, and go through and read about a missionary. Look at a video. I look at pictures, things that will inspire you and update you and inform you so you can pray better for missionaries. It's a touch screen. Listen, I, as far as I know, you can't even tear it up. Amen. I, I mean, listen, go Go out there and go through it. You're not going to mess it up. And look at it. Use that monitor. Why? Because we want missions to be better in 2023 than it's ever been in the history of the church. And we need to pray. And we need to make much of Jesus in missions, don't we? I'm telling you, listen, in home missions, in foreign missions, in ministry outreach, we need to make much of Jesus when it comes to ministry outreach. Listen, we need to do everything we can to get the gospel out. In our community. Almost 9,000 doors. Is that right, Brother Andrew? Over 9,000 doors in 2022. Well, wouldn't it be good if we could get over 15,000 doors in 2023? Wouldn't it be great if we could, in outreach, preachers, we we still got street corners. We still got nursing homes. We still got jails. I know it's hard to get in some places, but pray. Ask God for an open door. Ask God to to touch our... You may not even be a preacher, but pray for our preachers as they go to the jails, as they go to the nursing home. I'm going to tell you something about the people in those places. They're people just like we are, and they need to hear the Word of God just like we do. One of these days, I may be in a nursing home. One of these days, you may be in a nursing home. I can't imagine, but if I was in a nursing home, I, I sure would appreciate somebody that would take the time to come by and take the Word of God and preach to my soul. I'm telling you some of the most godliest saints uh, that have blazed a trail down through the years and been faithful. I think about Sister Cape who's there right now in rehab and needs our prayers. And, and listen, uh, uh, there's people like that in all those nursing homes and men of God. Uh, you need to go and preach to them uh, and prepare and preach just like you were preaching at a church on Sunday morning. You say, why? Make much of Jesus in outreach ministries. When I started preaching, every preacher When we started out, we went to a jail, we went to a nursing home, we went to a a street corner. We we had some kind of outreach ministry. And I'll tell you, I'm not belittling that because if if it's where my schedule would permit it, I would do it today. You say, why? I enjoy it. 
at the NHC nursing home second Tuesday of every month for 10 years while, while I was here as, at the church, and I enjoyed it. Remember one time a preacher said, you want me to take your nursing home ministry? I said, no, you can't have it. I said, get your own. I was just cutting up with him. He was trying to be a blessing, but I didn't want to give it away. I enjoyed it. I'd go preach to those people every week. There was an encouragement. And today, we need to make much of Jesus in outreach. People say all the time, well, I want to do something for God. But a lot of times, and I don't think that's the case here, but a lot of times people say, I want to do something for God. But they're looking for a title. They're looking for a position. There is so much to do for God. If you just look around, there's places and there's people everywhere that you can minister to and you can be a blessing to and you can give the gospel. You say, why would I do that? Because we want to make much of Jesus in these programs. And then... I'm going to close with the first part of my introduction. Never had a sermon so long in my life. When it comes to proclaiming this year, we want to make much of Jesus. And I'll preach from verse 25 tonight. But in verse 24, I want you to notice what John does. He says in verse 24, This is the disciple which testified of these things and wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is true. John is making much of Jesus in verse 24. And in verse 24, he points us to these things. I'll just mention that because tonight in verse 25, he points us to other things. And he makes much of Jesus in verse 24 in these things. What things? All the things that he mentioned in the Gospel of John. And then he makes much of Jesus in the other things. Well, I thank God for these things, but hey, can I tell you, there's other things. And he makes much of Jesus. In verse 24, he points us to show us these things. And in verse 24, I see here that, listen, in witness, he tells us we're to make much of Jesus. This is the disciple. He was a witness. Hey, spiritual things. We, we want to make much of Jesus in witness. Talked to Brother Caleb and Williams, and I said, I'd like to put a banner. I've never put anything other than reefs up there. I said, I want to put a banner, a really nice banner, too, on both sides that says, Making Much of Jesus 2023. Hey, that's what we want to do. Every time we come and look at the cross, I want to see that. I want to think about making much of Jesus. Don't you want to do that in witness? Hey, God's called us to be a witness, hadn't He? Soul winning is still our priority. Can I get an amen right there? We're still called to go out and to give the gospel. He makes much of Jesus in witness. He makes much of Jesus in word. The scriptures, verse 24, the gospel of John. The, this is the, the disciple which testifieth. He, he witnesses of these things and wrote these things. There it is. Uh, he makes much of Jesus in word. Uh, and John testified of these things. He witnessed them. But then he wrote those things down. He made much of Jesus in word. We're to make much of Jesus in witness. Uh, and we're to make much of Jesus in the Word of God. Uh, we're to emphasize, hey, this church has always been built on Bible preaching. Amen? And we still need Bible preaching today. Uh, we're living in a time when the Bible said they've turned away their ears from the truth and they've been turned into fables. But can I tell you something? We need the Word of God today. Uh, you didn't come to hear what I thought or what I said, but you come to hear what thus saith the Lord. And I know sometimes as a preacher, like this morning, we have to cover a little extra ground uh, that may go outside a little bit 
principle wise. Uh, but can I tell you, we're to always come back to this book. We're to always come back to the principles uh, and the teaching of the Word of God. Amen. The Bible said in the Old Testament that our people talking about the nation of Israel, how much true it is today. Our people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. You know how I many churches you could go to today and not hear one Bible sermon? Man, read a text and never go back to it. Man, read a text and never say anything about the verse. In some places, never even open the Scriptures. Can I be honest with you? I thank God for impressions. I thank God for feelings, but I'm not going to build my ministry. I'm not going to build my Christian life. I'm not going to make major decisions in life off an impression or a feeling. I want to know it from the book, don't you? This is God's final authority. You say, well, my heart tells me this. I'm going to tell you something about the heart. It's desperately wicked. Who can know it? Don't you go off your heart. Don't you go off your feeling. I just feel like it's right. You better have more than that. I'm telling you, those feelings could change between now and tomorrow. You better go off the facts of the Word of God. If you don't have chapter and verse, just sit tight and wait on God. Uh, listen, those feelings come and they go. Uh, and I'll tell you, if God really did put something in your heart, if God really did put a feeling on your soul, you just hang on. Uh, somewhere's down the line. Uh, he'll confirm it with the Word of God. Uh, he'll give you the Scriptures. Uh, but we need to make much of Jesus in the Word and witness and then in worship. He said, and we know that His testimony is true. All throughout the Gospel of John, you know what John does? He worships. He worships Jesus Christ. He makes much of Jesus in the work of God. We're to make much of Jesus in witness and word, in worship and in work. And this morning, I want to close with this thought. I'll come back to the text tonight and deal with it. I want our goal this year for this Sunday, for this week, starting Revival Week. This is a great week to have revival. You say, Brother Gravely, what's the, what's the vision for 2023? Make much of Jesus. Let's be a witness. Let's tell everybody we know. Let's empty the track rack out. Let's fill it up and empty it out. Let's don't let it be a wall decoration. Let's take a handful of tracks and let's pass them out from Sunday to Sunday. When you go out to a restaurant, leave a tip and, and inside put that tip inside of a, a church track and, and leave it and leave a good tip for that waitress, but, but give her a gospel track. When you go to the gas pump, listen, put that gospel track in the, in the gas pump. Amen. Uh, listen, when you're at going through uh, some place of business, have one and pass it out to somebody and give them the Word of God. Make much of Jesus in witness. Make much of Him in the Word. Read your Bible every single day. Uh, listen, I really want to emphasize that all through this month of January. Read your Bible every single day. Don't let a day go by that you don't read the Word of God. It just takes a little bit of time every day. It could change your entire day. It could change your entire week. It could change your entire family. You and I are not so busy that we can't read the Bible. If you got time to brush your teeth, you got time to read the Bible. If you got time to take a shower, you got time to read the Bible. If you got time to sit down and eat a meal, you got time to read the Bible. It's not that long. Just invest in the Word of God. Make much of Jesus in the Word of God. Amen. Memorize Scripture. Let's memorize the Word of God. Memorize it. Hide it in your heart. You don't know what sin may be waiting for you and me this year. Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And make much of Jesus in worship. I tell you, when you come to church, plug in. Amen. Don't disconnect. Plug in. If you're backslid out of the will of God this morning, it's time you get plugged in.
If you're sitting there with an old bad foul spirit, it's time you get on this altar this morning. Get right with God. I'm not being mean to you. I'm being honest with you. I love you enough to tell you. Quit sitting in your backslid state and get right with God this morning. It's not everybody else. It's not everybody else. It is you this morning. It is me. I'm telling you from, I'm telling you from experience this morning. When everybody gets on my nerves... It is not everybody else. It's me. And when a person backslides on God, the first place, you know the first place they backslide? Their heart. You know the second place it's revealed? Their spirit. This morning, do inventory. Are you backslid? I, I don't think I'm preaching to a crowd that's out drinking and doping. What's your attitude? What's your attitude about life, about your family, about your church, about people, about your job? I hate my job. I don't like my job. Yeah, but you got a paycheck this week, didn't you? God gave you that job. And if He didn't give you that job, pray and ask Him for another one. You know, sometimes preaching, I tell you, pastors, we don't never like to do this. But sometimes preaching, you know, you just got to put it out there like it is. And I'm telling you this morning, don't you start another year off backslid out of God's will. Don't you start another year. Hey, if you've got a long tongue and you've been gossiping, get in this altar this morning and say, God help me. Make much of Jesus with your tongue by not talking about people, not running people down, not telling things that you've got no business going around. Don't, quit, don't be investigating people's lives. Don't you be the person that's a, you know what a tailbearer is? If somebody finds out something, they purposely, deliberately go over here and find out something from Brother Wilson, anything, so they can go tell somebody else. No, you make much of Jesus with your tongue. I need to make much of Jesus with my tongue. I need to be careful what I say, don't I? You need to be careful this morning what you say. Hey, young people, you make much of Jesus with your lives. You be careful what you look at. Don't watch, don't look at anything. You be careful who you hang around. You can be a friend to someone without being a friend with them. You run from them like they got the plague if, they, if they're going down a wrong road. You can be kind to them. You can be a friend to them, but you don't hang out with them this morning. You be careful, young, young adults. You get a job. You be careful. Where you, you be careful that crowd at work. That's good for everybody this morning. This was not in my notes, but I really believe this morning. That's why we need to start the year off or the week off. I don't want to tell Brother Cooper. I would never, I've never told a preacher anything to preach in this church. I don't know what God will lay on his heart to preach. But I tell you what, I, what I'm praying. I'm praying God gives us exactly what we need this week. But I'm praying that God will ring all of our bells starting right here. I need God to really just give me whatever I need. Whatever it is. Amen? I'm telling you, listen, if I need, a, if I need the Lord to just wear me out real good, I don't like it, but hey, I need it. You need it this morning. Make much of Jesus. Make much of Him this morning as we stand today. Where are you at with God? Our heads are about eyes are closed. I, 
You don't have to come to this altar. I say that often because I don't want you to come here out of guilt. I don't want you to come here out of obligation. I'm not going to think more or less of you if you come or don't come. That's between you and the Lord. But I'm telling you, what I'm saying to you this morning is exactly how I feel toward me, my own heart. I want to pull it up. I, I look at so many things that I could, if I know the Lord will help me. I want to be a better pastor. I want to be a better father. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better Christian. I want my spirit, my attitude to be what it needs to be. I want to give my best. And I know all the... I'm telling you, I don't know them all, but I, I see things where I lack and I don't want to lack by the grace of God. Lord, help me. Help us this morning. We need revival in this hour. If there's something the Holy Spirit deals with you about, you just obey Him while we sing this morning.